Welcome, everyone, to Horror Cafe, where we're serving up a cup of horror one episode at a time. I'm Erica. And I'm Jackie. And today at the cafe, we're joined once again by our friends, Devin and Joe from Partners in Fright. Hi, guys. Hi. Hey. Hello. Thanks for having us back. Yeah, we missed you guys. Well, we've missed you too, so we're glad you're joining us. And this is a special episode because one of two things. One, it's J- J- uh, January. Wow. Uh, June birthdays because, Devin, you just had a birthday. And uh, mom is having a birthday at the end of the month. So right. happy well, cool. birthday. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nice. Thank you. <laughs> happy almost birthday, Jackie. Happy yeah. almost. Yep. <laughs> and then happy late birthday to you, Devin, for Thank today. You. And um, And we're doing... Uh, the sequel to our first collab, The Fear Footage 2. What is it? Mm-hmm. Curse of the Tape. Gotta love yeah. these titles, you know? That and was super footage. original. Well, <laughs> come on, it's low budget. Be nice. Curse of the Tape. <laughs> Literally low budget, okay? Very low. Very low. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm excited for this because as we talked about in our first collab, um, I'm a huge found footage fan. I know Joe, you are Devin. You yeah. you're there too. You like you're so so. Yeah, um, you're there yeah, too. It depends. <laughs> depends <laughs> on the on the plot and how good or just how like bad. Eh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> well, and Tubi is the best place for all these found footage <laughs> movies. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Except for this one. Yeah, we yeah. watched it through Prime. Us too. Yeah, yeah we had to rent it. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah. And um, there's not much on this movie out there. Um, the only thing I was able to find out, and who knows if it's true, is that the budget was $900. Yeah. Oh, wow. I did, saw did that. that go, did that go into the VRBO of the cabin? <laughs> uh, probably. <laughs> or was it his cabin? Uh, well, it could be. It could be. But I did see that. I was like, wow, that, that's pretty low. Yeah, I that saw tells that me it's, too. It's a passion project. Yeah, I think I mm-hmm. said that it was estimated nine hundred. So I don't mm-hmm. know how true it was because I don't know. There was some the makeup. I thought, mm-hmm. yeah, there there was some money put in. Yeah, that's why I was like <laughs> a little. There was more than la- the last movie. This one had a little bit more effects going on, practical makeup effects. Mm-hmm. We can say. Right. Um. So this one was released on March. 13th of 2020 and like the other one it has a nice uh low runtime of an hour and 14 minutes which is just enough not too long Mm -hmm. not too short and we only have two characters daniel and james the whole movie (laughs) who are familiar from our previous movie i'll go ahead and read the plot really quick just so everybody can catch up on it out there so the plot of this movie is On April 19th of 2020, no, of 2019, a police deputy's body camera footage from the night he disappeared was leaked. In the footage, he watched a mysterious VHS tape entitled The Fear Footage. On September 22nd, a camera was found with footage of two missing men who were searching for that same tape. This is that footage. Dun, dun, dun. (laughs) (laughs) So anything else before we dive in, like... Because like if you found something else out, 
feel free to share. Otherwise, like this is a, even when you look on, uh, what is it? IMDb there, they don't even list the characters. Yeah. There's nothing at all. Um, I even went on the fear footage website to see if there was anything like special, but nope, you can just Mm -hmm. buy the Blu-ray and then that's it. Um, I did think that it was a fun fact though, that it was released on the same day that like schools were shut down for the pandemic. And then like six days later, the, like the whole country shut down. So I can imagine that must've had some kind of impact on the release. Oh, that's true. That's mm-hmm. kind of, it's hard to believe that it's been three years since yeah. that happened. Yeah. Um, I even lost track of that date. Good point. That made up or I looked it up because it sounded yeah. familiar. Um, very good. Yeah. That makes sense. Or and there's, and there's not a lot of info on the director either. And I think we talked about that last time that he's like very secretive about himself. Cause I looked him yeah. up again just in case. <laughs> nothing <laughs> they showed a picture of what was the the guy's um daniel okay like, mm-hmm. is that him i don't know like, oh we don't I know that's him, do we? we don't we? because they just sh- i they showed his i think his last name is umberger or something like that mm-hmm. and yeah. um they had daniel's picture mm-hmm. and i put director of fear footage too and i'm like well but interesting hmm. Yeah, I'm wondering if they didn't put out a ton of stuff just to create some sort of like mystique mm-hmm. around it, because like nowadays everyone is going on like the socials and online to find out everything they can about everything. Mm-hmm. So if you're the one person like going against the current, that might bring a little bit a bigger a bigger of a spotlight mm-hmm. to your movie. That's yeah, a good that point. would make sense. Yeah, because you're right. Everybody's straight to oh, I need to find out every single thing about this or watch every trailer for it. And right. they the complete opposite, which I think is is great. Now I'm wondering if he is the he could be the creator director of the whole thing and he's starring mm-hmm. in it because I know a lot of directors do that, especially with like indie stuff. So that's yeah. that's kind of cool. Yeah. Well, if he if he listens if he listens to this episode, I just want to say. Just give us a little bit more. Just, just, <laughs> just a tell. little bit more information, you know? Just yeah. a little. He did, or yeah. they, them, whoever, has liked right. your post mm-hmm. and my and our post when we did fear footage. So, <laughs> yeah, whatever social great. media manager they have has commented on our post. So, yes. So we'll they're see. listening. <laughs> they're listening. They're so. looking out. It's kind of like when um, we did... What was it? Houses October built. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. And the director left a like and a comment. And it was, oh, my God. Yeah. That's awesome. the first time we got that kind of look. Yeah. So that was exciting. I was like, oh yeah, my God. I think I think we've gotten a couple comments and likes from the like official like Twitter page or the Instagram mm-hmm. page for the dark and the wicked, I believe. Oh, my oh God, yes. Movie. Yeah, I they're super yeah. active. Mm-hmm. that's cool that movie was really freaky that one was... i love that movie Whew. yeah i don't know yeah, if I that one that again <laughs> that one affected me a lot <laughs> you yeah. guys recall i told you it was like what the yeah. hell this is horrifying yeah. yeah i've watched a lot of movies based on your recommendations i actually told mom to watch evil things because that was a good found footage um recommended mm. by you guys on i really loved that one Me i know too. joe wasn't a fan but it just felt so authentic that i just it i don't know there's something about it yeah 
I get it. I was with you. It's funny how when you both talk about certain found footage, I kind of know who's going to like which one at this point <laughs> based off of the episodes. And then yeah. every time I'm either on one of your sides, it's just funny how it just depends on the mood or the theme of the found footage. Oh, yeah. yeah, but super fun. So love your episodes, by the way. So hope you guys are coming back soon so we can yeah. get Thanks. any recommendations. Yeah. <laughs> Depending on when this episode comes out, we may or may not be back from hiatus. So we'll see. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> well, we'll I, be hope waiting. I hope it's soon. Um, Cause yeah. I listen when I walk Archie in the morning, <laughs> I, I'll take him for like a mile to mile walk in the morning. Yeah. And when I catch up with podcasts, our own podcast, yeah. or I'll listen to an audio book, but a lot of times it's like, oh, I want to listen. Let me hear. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You guys are great. So thank you. Thanks. All right. So then let's go ahead and, and jump in this movie right off the bat. I'm sure because I know we had the same reaction. This movie is totally different from the mm-hmm. first one in that there's no individual stories like we got in the first one. And um, I'm going to sound silly, but what I what I did get to find out about this movie on Reddit and people just commenting on it, it said that this is very meta because it's the movie within the movie. Can someone yeah. please explain to me what meta is? I don't understand what meta means <laughs> in 2023. I think it means like <laughs> referencing itself. Like, OK, like it's like self-aware. Almost. OK, Joe, do you have a better explanation? <laughs> Uh, I mean, the best example that I could think of is Inception, where mm. oh god, I think of it as, as different levels, like the movie, but okay. um, each, each level will affect and reference itself. So whatever happens on the inside or outside, it'll affect the other level or the other levels. That's how I usually think of it. Mm. Okay. But I, I like Devin's, <laughs> Devin's <laughs> definition. Of- <laughs> I Googled it and it oh, just means self-referential. So uh, just like self-aware kind of. Mm-hmm. Oh, so scream, like scream is another. Yeah. Like how in the yeah. sixth one, they start referencing basically itself as a franchise yeah. when yeah. in actuality it is a franchise. Right. <laughs> right. Awesome. I realize I could have Googled this, but sometimes I just like asking people to explain yeah, it versus reading it. <laughs> like, Yeah. Awesome. So in this case, yes, Fear Footage 2 is meta. Look at that. It Mm -hmm. did it to, Mm -hmm. you know, a little indie film. Um, We open with what seems like a piece of the old movie. um, What's his name? Daniel. Daniel Blanche, because he repeats his name quite a few times. Over and over. (laughs) Yeah. Um, But then it cuts to him saying, that is me, but I didn't film that movie. So you're like, whoa. What's going on now? We've t- we've taken a turn in this version of the movie. You mm-hmm. know, I I hadn't I didn't remember part two that Me much. <laughs> Very little. I knew it happened in a cabin. A cabin, mm-hmm. but that kind of took me like by surprise when he said I wasn't in it. I did not remember any of that from there. So it was kind of like watching it all over again. But that I think was a neat twist that they added that in. It's like I. That whole of thing of it's me, but it's not me. I I wasn't there. Mm-hmm. That was neat. I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, uh, immediately off off the bat. Um, so like the first movie, it felt very like um, 
like a tra- like a trap someone was going to investigate and they yeah. had to come towards this thing i am i got the sense of this thing is being very active and not very passive mm-hmm. and i was in for a wild ride <laughs> after that yeah this one i i have to be honest when it started this way cuz i we had seen it one time before the mm-hmm. sequel i think maybe back then mm-hmm. in 2020 or 2021 if anything. Um, So I didn't remember anything either. I was a little disappointed initially because I'm like, oh, I thought this was like VHS, but we're just going to get more like technology. Right. So I had to be honest. I was a little like, oh, oh, this isn't. (laughs) I was the same way. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Yeah. And this guy, um, he's a little rough to watch after a while like his acting is a little rough and even his interaction with James is a little wonky and just didn't feel real a lot of the time like they didn't mm-hmm. seem to connect like they I maybe that was the point too because they seemed irritated at each other or James was irritated at Daniel for the most part mm-hmm. but it just their acting was a little rough which we didn't get in the first one we didn't get too much of two people interacting a lot of the time so we right. didn't get to dive into a character like in this one yeah he got a little annoying after a while i, <laughs> I kind of wanted to just just smack him he, he kept saying we're almost there or whatever yeah. it was we're that close to yeah. finding out and he said that over and over it's like come on dude how many more times are you gonna say the same thing over and over again <laughs> Yeah, I can't blame the other guy for for getting all pissed at him because I yeah. didn't even too be like, yeah. come on. So and yeah, the acting was a little rough. It wasn't as annoying in the first one as it was, I think, in this one. He his acting was yeah. Rough. I thought yeah, the acting was pretty good in the first one yeah. actually. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I don't know if it was just meant to be his character, like Daniel's character in this one, mm-hmm. but he did seem like that just annoying guy like he just seemed like kind of a weird dude (laughs) yeah yeah there there were times where i did get the annoying aspect and then there were other times where i felt like maybe the acting could have been a little Mm -hmm. the bar could have been a little higher but also like this feels like a different format it's like a full feature length rather than like in the first one we had just small sample sizes Mm -hmm. um so it was just like a, a quick like in and out but now you're sitting with these characters and you're getting to know them and how they are, how the actors portray that character. Yeah. yeah. And it kind of yeah. was a little iffy. <laughs> Just it was a little. awkward. You would feel awkward bit. when they were talking to each other and there was no flow between them because they could hate each other, but there was just right. no flow with, with, with them. So I think that's what kind of threw me off with both of them, but mostly Daniel. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but somehow D- Daniel gets contacted. We don't find out like who it is. Uh, a friend of his tells him about the fear footage website that he's on this tape. And I, if I'm not wrong, I think it's the real website for the movie. It kind of even looked like it looks movie. like it. Yeah. So I'm like, that's so cool that you're putting it within the movie. And then he does a reverse image search, which if you would have told me this 10 years ago, I would have been like, that's that's not possible, but pretty sure that is possible nowadays, is, especially. Right. He found James like this in that he took snippets of him from the video. And now he's like, oh, I need to find out if this guy is real too and see if 
he knows about this video. And my thing is like, I don't know about you guys. I don't pick up numbers. I don't know. So I do find it strange that even in 2020 or whenever this movie's taking place, I think in 2019, that, mm -hmm. that James even picked up the phone. I would have been like, I'm not picking up that number. Who is right. that? <laughs> yeah. I would just and then say, listen, yeah. and then listen to the voicemail out of curiosity. And then when you right. hear somebody like, "Hey, you're in this videotape," I'd be like, "Uh, and delete nope. the voicemail." Right? Yeah, exactly. that sounds like a scam immediately. <laughs> yeah, <Yes>. yeah. <laughs> like, hey, you're you and I are in this mysterious video. Want to talk about it? No. <laughs> <laughs> like that was the first thing I thought of when this conversation was happening. They had a like legit conversation on the first phone calls like mm -hmm. okay i mean this guy right. this guy is pretty trusting and they agree to meet which is a whole other level of like confidence yeah. i mean the only thing that they agree to meet after i guess daniel and james ex exchange a few emails and daniel sends snippets of um the video with james on it so but then i'd be even more freaked out be like dude mm -hmm. i don't know about this like i wouldn't want to know i don't want to touch it like that's yeah. very creepy especially right. that we're horror fans no way <laughs> you think you think <laughs> i would have hung up on him the minute he started uh, if i had answered which yeah. wouldn't happen i would have hung up on him it's like yeah no bang off I, well J I, james was smart because he brought um he brought a friend when mm, they yeah. first met and they met out in public like at a park right. i think too mm -hmm. um so maybe curiosity got the best of him I was proud well, that they met in public and that he brought a friend. At least they he was pretty smart yeah. about right. that. Did you guys see the movie Creep? I was just going to bring that up. Because <laughs> the last in scene public, of the first movie. You think a public far, park would be safe exactly. in like daylight, but no. Uh huh. That's true. <laughs> exactly. That's true. My Our argument with that was always like, why would you face away from... Mm -hmm. Right? Like, hello? Yeah. What's wrong with you, man? And you know this guy's crazy. <laughs> yeah. Right. Insane. But yeah, that's true. You just never know. A public place may not be so safe. But he did bring a friend, which was very smart. Mm -hmm. So good for him. Mm -hmm. Um, and you know, when Daniel's explaining all of this, I can't blame the Alex friend, the guy who came with him, who was also in the video, mm -hmm. actually. Yeah. You know, Daniel sounded like one of those, like a crazy conspiracy, and he just sounded like it against himself like he just sounded very scattered and scared and alex was like i'm out of here why are you even like because then he has the camera in their face too because he wants to document this whole journey um and i would be put off by that too like you're you're calling me telling me on, on a, i'm on a weird tape yet you're filming also <laughs> mm -hmm. not a good look daniel like you gotta you gotta be a little bit smarter than that but he tries to explain <laughs> this whole thing to james on the first meeting like he even tells the story of um the house that the the teenager megan back in 2015 killed her her family and then killed herself like he let it all out and this alex guy is like i'm out come on dude we're getting out of here we don't buy this this is weird and they leave and poor daniel's like what do i have to gain from scamming you yeah, that's like way too much information to dump on like the first meet. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, like lay it in a little bit. Layers, man. Layers. And, and I think he was very, uh, he came across very pushy. Like, here it is. Accept it. Believe what I'm telling you, no matter what. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> they show a scene of Daniel packing because he's now he's got it in his head that he's going to go to Dark Bluff 
Maryland to find out. He's going to go to this town and figure out what's going on with no idea what he's doing, which I did find interesting. He's just going without some kind of plan, which James does bring up a little bit later. James, I guess, changes his mind. He calls Daniel back. Hey, I'll go with you. I'm not going with you, sir. (laughs) (laughs) But I guess it's always like... Sorry, Erica. No, go ahead. <laughs> I was just going to say, this always cracks me up when this happens in horror movies, too, where these people just, like, take, like, week-long hiatuses from, like, mm-hmm. work and life. Like, he does yeah. explain later that he's only working as, like, a furniture mover, which makes more sense. But it's, like, you know, if you're, like, in a, like yeah. an office job, you can't just be, like, hey, I'm taking two weeks <laughs> off to go, like, right. investigate several murders and disappearances. <laughs> with like a day notice no less right not even like anticipation that's a good point and because a lot of horror movies do that i'm taking off he even said it i took time off work i was like wow you really got involved with this (laughs) like deep and uh, james does show up and it's like it's so awkward but at the same time is it realistic? Because I would be, if I did agree to go to this, you don't know this person, it would be kind of like, oh, hey, so what's up? Yeah, this yeah. is weird. This is crazy. I agree. I don't know. Hey, I no, no worries. I, I had coffee and a sandwich before I got here. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> like, at the same time, it is awkward because they don't know each other. They're just literally together because of some video. Kind of, I can kind of understand, but the acting is still like iffy. The James guy mm-hmm. really freaks me out. I'm like, you're right over there. Like, he's just so robotic. <laughs> At least Daniel's animated, but James is a little bit more like creepy. He gives me a creep factor vibe throughout the movie. Well, who who would you rather be stuck in the car with driving all the way to that cabin? Oh my God. Oh, <laughs> I'm going to say Daniel, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Only because... I'm going to get down at the very first stoplight. The minute I, like, I'm out of here, dude. Bye. Only because he's so talkative. At least he'll like try to converse with you. The other guy's just going to sit there and I don't know. He gave me like a weird vibe. So I think <laughs> I'd rather deal with Daniel's like la, la 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 the whole time and be like, yo, you need a nap. I'll drive for a while <laughs> or something. <laughs> Who would you rather go with? That's a good question. I don't I think I, I think I agree with you. Yeah, just just being stuck in a in a car for a while with someone who doesn't talk is it you could just feel that like tension, you know? Mm-hmm. Exactly. That's why I'm like, well, I'd rather have the chatterbox than you know, complete mm-hmm. weird silence because silence is fine, but when it's like that guy, where in every scene where he's quiet, you're like, what is this guy thinking? What is he gonna do next? Kind of thing. So yeah, I'll take right. I'll take Daniel. Great question. <laughs> what I find funny is when James comes over, you know, he Daniel has him sit down. He was packing the night before and he's still not ready. That was just me nitpicking him because he's like, oh, yeah, have a seat. I'm still packing. I'm like, what are you packing? You were packing the night before. What are you doing back there? <laughs> he's like packing for three weeks. And he's he said they were only going to be there for like three, four days, I think is what he said, max. So I did find that interesting because then you see poor James just sitting there like, okay, I'm in a weird guy's house going on a weird mission about a weird tape. So, (laughs) 
And then Daniel comes out saying that there's no hotel because the town is too small, but he found a cabin that through his extensive research of the town, he found that this cabin is somehow linked to the tape. Red flag. Why would we stay there? (laughs) (laughs) Well, why not? I mean, you need to immerse yourself in that insanity. You're already nuts doing this. So why not go full Monty crazy at this point? (laughs) I think he was he was just so hungry for any kind of answer. Mm -hmm. You know, now I think if that was me, that'd be the best chance to find any sort of answer to what the hell's going on. But then the thing is, the thing is, too, if it if it did damage at the original house or what we think the original house is, why wouldn't you think it would do something to you? Right. Cabin. That was my, I get, cause that's, a, that's why he's so hungry. You're right. To just find everything out that I didn't, I don't think he thought that one through like, <laughs> well, if it did damage at, uh, I forgot the name of the other house, the hang, hang, hang manor. There we go. I was going to say yeah. hangover. Wrong. Wrong movie. <laughs> wrong term, wrong movie. But anyway, but they choose to go. And then they start doing like interviews with townspeople. And we find out that the whole town is weird. Uh, there's fog that comes in and out at random, which that happens to them while they're driving there. That it's always um, thundering and lightning there. So from what I've gathered from this movie, there's definitely some kind of paranormal in the whole town. It's like a whole cursed town. From what I'm gathering, I don't remember part three. That'd be great to do next is watch part three and we finish <laughs> the trilogy. But um, that's the sense I got. And uh, they do get to their cabin. Nice cabin. I would stay there if it wasn't haunted. It's yep. a nice cabin. Very Agreed. big. Right? <laughs> Looks very big, nice. Spacious. It was big. nice. Very yep. nice. Yep. They did notice that all the clocks were wrong. They never really addressed that later. But I put it down because I'm like, oh, that is kind of weird that all the clocks were wrong instead of all being like at three o'clock or something like that. But all of them were wrong. I know mom, you noticed this a funny thing when they got there, the fridge was loaded. Yeah. That was like, what the hell? What is all this stuff in the fridge? I I would be sold. I'm like, all right, (laughs) Right. let's let's do this. (laughs) I mean, they had everything, everything everything was in there, all these condiments. I know they didn't take them. (laughs) <laughs> they couldn't have they brought a small like little styrofoam cooler like they yeah. must have had all that stuff in there so that lady was running a a nice rental with stuff in it but gosh i've never been to a brbo that's gotten you know salt <laughs> and pepper if you're lucky and maybe the paper towels maybe that's it maybe <laughs> right uh we do find out Uh, the history of the cabin. So a lady named Rose ran a daycare out of there. She had her own children there as well. And um, she taught piano because we do see that there's a piano there. And in October of 1996, she apparently killed all the kids with carbon monoxide poisoning and then killed herself by drowning herself in the pool. That's great. Uh, Which is drown yourself. I've never understood that. Like, how do you do that? Do you That's put true. on yourself? And because I would find it hard to keep my head under water and purpose, you know, I, yeah. I don't yeah, never I, understood I think, that. I think your body will try and rescue itself. Right. It'll do whatever it can to survive. Mm-hmm. But like uh, Devin and I, a while back, we watched a movie. I 
can't remember the name of it, but she, one of the, the main characters, she ended up jumping in the pool with like a huge statue, like on her chest mm-hmm. and it just weighed, weighed her down. Huh. So that's one way. That was curse or die. Ah, thank you. Yes, yeah. that's it. Yeah. Ooh, curse. Or I, thought this, I thought this was so funny because like James doesn't question, uh, staying in this cabin earlier when daniel Mm -hmm. brings it up but then once they get there he's like if we're gonna stay here i need to know what happened and it's like wait a minute don't you ask that before you even step foot into the cabin Mm -hmm. like if you know that probably something shady happened in this place that you're staying at like wouldn't you want to know before you even like walk through the front door but daniel keeps so many things from him he, he does. That was like my huge him. thing throughout the whole movie. He like never tells James anything. Mm-hmm. Poor James. <laughs> it's like, what's the point of bringing him? And really, it's what true. was the point of bringing him? Except maybe for him to lose his glasses. And I want to know how he functions without <laughs> them. Too. I want to know too, because I wouldn't be able to function without my glasses or contacts. Mm-hmm. So I don't exactly. know how badly he needed that. And I have to agree, Devin, because if he didn't question it, Because Daniel brought it up. He said, oh, I found out about this cabin that it's linked to the tape. Then James should have been like, well, what do you mean? Like, what's the story behind this? If you know this, you're murdered on this tape. I would think that's a big deal. But then I think that's its foreshadowing of Daniel doesn't tell him anything. Like you Mm -hmm. started even with that. You should have just laid that out the minute Mm -hmm. that he got to your house. Um, Agreed. And he just continues on this cycle of lying to this poor guy. That I mean, what was the point, though, of doing that? I, I, what did he gain from not? Did he think the guy couldn't take it? Is, is that because that's how I felt? It was like I'm not going to tell him because I don't know how he's going to react. Well, he's there. He has a right to know. Yeah, share the information. Maybe I doubt it, but maybe you would (laughs) have survived. Well, Maybe. he said it, Daniel said it, The when it, it was that first incident with the basement. He says, mm-hmm. um, oh, I don't want to tell him because I don't want to scare him early on. I mean, you're there together. So, yes, it's thundering. It but, is, yeah. right? <laughs> yeah. Oh, boy. You did not, you, you heard it. It's ominous. Mm-hmm. I'm a horror. It makes sense. So, I don't know. I don't understand. I didn't understand that the whole movie. I also found it interesting that Daniel was always the one hearing everything. He heard mm-hmm. and saw all the stuff, mm-hmm. but James yeah. didn't ever. Only I think the there end. was one, like in the beginning when he falls asleep outside and then mm-hmm. he's the one carrying the camera in. Yes. I think he hears something, but I don't think he sees yes. anything. Right. Um, right. But you're right. Like he never sees anything else. And then- I don't know. Oh, go ahead. No, go ahead. And you don't know what? <laughs> Oh, um, they talked to this one guy um, in front of like a supermarket. Yeah. And yes. he he talked about how his like babysitter told him that if you watch this tape, um, that it makes you like do violent stuff. And that if you get to the point where you're going to do like violent things because of this tape that you're already dead. And uh, that stuck in my head the whole movie. So I was like, I was curious if maybe that had something to do with James being the way that he was. And maybe I don't that's know. why the Am I spoiling? Maybe we shouldn't talk about it yet. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, not at all. I mean, the whole thing is, uh, we can a talk spoiler. about it however. <laughs> yeah, it's a whole spoiler. Um, because those are the things I found interesting. When the guy said that about the babysitter, that was really like 
a cool clue like, oh, wait a minute. So are they dead? Are they walking Mm -hmm. around dead? Um, Because the other thing I noticed with James was since he wasn't really listening and hearing the same things that uh, Daniel was, but he seemed to be like the conduit, right? Because when he didn't, that weird trance or the sleepwalking, he would say, we, we can't leave. Mm-hmm. Right. Like he was mm-hmm. talking, have, somebody was talking through him, you know, this demon or haunting is talking through him. And it happened when they went to the old house property where he like went into a mm-hmm. trance again, but that only happens to him. It doesn't happen to Daniel. So is James like the carrier of this thing and he's recruiting Daniel to the tape or are they both? So it's just, the, I did find that interesting how they were both like opposites of what's going on with the with the story. And like, uh, James doesn't go with him to the cemetery, right? Right. And I do wonder at the end, I know we're getting way ahead, but because I don't want to lose my train of thought, I, I did stay wondering, did James ever really, really go in the house with him? Because he I said, yeah. oh, I don't think he did. I don't think he did either. No, I don't think so. But then they show him in there. So I'm wondering if it's just like an apparition to like recruit Daniel to be there. In terms of that, I kind of got the feeling that that was like first movie James inside the Mm. house at the end. And I only say that because the clown from the first movie also showed Mm. up. Yes. Um, But also, real quick, I know we are jumping ahead, but um, before I lose my train <laughs> of thought, exactly, <laughs> I thought that um, James was going to turn out to be one of the kids who died in the cabin daycare, and I thought mm-hmm. that was, I thought that's where they oh. were going with things, where that James was kind of messed up, but Daniel wasn't. I didn't, I wasn't really piecing together what could have been the theory for Daniel, but I thought that might have been why James like started acting weird once they got to the cabin and was like slightly different than Daniel's experience the whole time. Mm. But- I like that. That's cool. And speaking of the apparition thing, I remember the, I think the last segment in the first movie, mm-hmm. uh, like I believe that the, the house had the apparition of his daughter when he yes. went out in the, in the woods. Mm-hmm. So we already yeah. know that this place is capable of creating mm-hmm. this, you know, whatever form. it needs to right yeah whatever yeah yeah um so do you think that i mean they both died in the first one right if i remember correctly i think in their respective anthology, anthology yes they they died yeah. in those right so are they the ghost just reliving I mean, I guess that's the theory, because at one point when they're driving around, um, I don't know if it was during between the interviews or when they went to the property of the of the house, James brings up something else that made me wonder if he was like in cahoots with the tape, because he's like, how do you know that we aren't being drawn to Dark Bluff on purpose for Mm -hmm. the tape? Mm -hmm. And I was like, how did you think of that? Interesting. (laughs) That's a good point. Are you the recruiter of spirits? Because we also learn through um, Daniel's digging, because you do see him doing some investigating throughout this movie on on his laptop. Uh, Mm -hmm. He does find out that from 1980 
until that last incident in 2015, there were eight incidences of murder-suicide in that town. Mm-hmm. And he draws them all on a map and kind of does all this, you know, the line work, like in all these horror movies, and he's piecing it together. And I lost my train of thought. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> It'll come back. It's so Welcome much. In my world. <laughs> oh, my God. I always <laughs> I do where that. I was going with that. Dang it. Oh, well, it'll come back. I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) That happens. That's why I didn't want to stop earlier because I'm like, I'm going to lose it by the time we get to the end. Is it because that shape is also in the first one? Is that where you were going with it? Remember that he then connects the dots and all that stuff and they are like, oh, that's in the tape and blah, blah. Oh, well. Sorry, I tried. tried. (laughs) Oh my God, how terrible. (laughs) It's all downhill from here. Whatever. Uh-huh. Hopefully it'll come back. Whatever I was trying to get to with the connecting of, of the dots. I think, I think what I was trying to say, oh, because since all of these things happen in this town, it's kind of going back to what James is saying, like something has to recruit it. Right. And it's always that tape is the intrigue of the tape, which the babysitter said, it's like, you have this uncontrollable, uncontrollable urge to watch the tape, which you see happen to the cop. Yeah, definitely. In the first one, he kept going back and forth to watch this VHS. Mm-hmm. Like, what for? Aren't you there to just investigate and leave? Like, why did you stay to keep watching this tape? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You didn't have to do that, but he sure did. <laughs> Where we are a curious species. For sure. Okay, anyway, so let me let me uh go back to the movie here. So Daniel's really obsessed with this. As we see, they have this bonding moment um, in the campfire together. This is where we learn like what they do as jobs and they, ch- they, they do the chit chat. They try to have a little chit chat moment. Uh, Daniel goes to bed. James falls asleep outside. And this is when he wakes up and he's hearing uh, noises. And then he hears uh, James, you know, like the creepy voice. And he goes to the basement and Daniel finds him down there. I got a good jump scare in this scene uh, when James was down there uh, where they scream his name really loud. I was like, oh my God. Because <laughs> you weren't expecting it. There's a yeah, lot I of jumped. moments. I figured, I'm like, I have a feeling Devin jumped. <laughs> <laughs> I think so, he probably jumped at the same time at same scenes. <laughs> yeah. And Joe and I watched it separately too. So like we didn't watch it together and I was Um, home alone when I watched it and that was a mistake. (laughs) Oh no. (laughs) But, and like, I'm such a wuss when it comes to like watching stuff by myself. Like if Joe is here, I feel like I do much better with it, but I, oh man, I was like looking around the corner of my bedroom door. Like, (laughs) (laughs) I love it. We were she mom and I watched it together, uh, like literally right next to each other. And um, the ending of this movie, I will say, was at least for me, like high mm-hmm. tension. A lot of we did a lot of this looking through the hands. <laughs> Wait, I did this. I looked at a bottle. Do that. Like, yep, yep. I'm looking over the bottle. I'm not, yeah. not doing. I, nope. Nope. Blanket. So, I mean, it, it, it was effective. The jump scares were pretty good. It does a lot of it's really silent and all of a sudden this loud noise happens and it's not necessarily a scary noise. Like one of them was uh, Daniel's cell phone goes off 
when he's in the cemetery basement. And I, mm-hmm. I literally, I just saw it Sunday. I watched it again now and I jumped so loud. <laughs> I'm like, oh my God. But this is like our first creepy moment, right? This basement thing. Cause um, as we mentioned, James is like weirdly standing at a door knocking. I think he was very, knocking. very Blair Witch-like. And yeah. 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 Because when I saw it again this time, I was like, oh, man, that reminds me of the very end of Blair Witch. Yeah. Which has always been very, for me anyway, very disturbing. So. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's still effective even mm-hmm. today. Oh, yeah. Um, But this what, you know, he's saying we, we can't leave. Right. This is like the recurring theme. And this is kind of the same thing with the first movie that you can't leave. It's an eternal loop situation mm-hmm. going on. And he snaps out of it once Daniel gets there and he's like, hey, man, uh, he lost his glasses. The next morning, James tells him, oh, I used to sleepwalk uh, back when he was a kid, but it hadn't happened again. So that's also strange that it's happening now all of a sudden. Um, But I do want to Sorry, Erica. No, That's why I thought that theory lined up so well, because he said that there was a day when he was 10 years old that he went missing the entire day Mm -hmm. and then they found him in the woods. And I was like, oh, man, like, what if he like escaped from the cabin like before he was. So I Mm. let me backtrack. My theory wasn't actually that he died in the cabin. It was that he escaped like he just was able to get out and then they found him in the woods. Um, and I was just so that I thought it lined up perfectly because it was like, oh, he would have been like in a daycare at that age, probably. And like he could have gotten out and then they could have found him after like the incident. And then obviously he has like PTSD from it. So he was put on medication like uh, I was like kind of oh. disappointed it didn't go that way because I was like, <laughs> they set it up so well. <laughs> that is a good theory. That, that's a good one. I do like that. That. That would really add more, I think, substance to the actual movie and the plot itself, because mm-hmm. yeah. that would make sense why he's back. Maybe whatever that force is in the tape or whatever in that town wants him back. Like, you owe me you because I wanted you. Yeah. And that was a lot um, of what the third story was in mm-hmm. well Daniel's story in the first right. one was like he was like that child of the mm-hmm. church or whatever that there was a fire or yeah. yeah so I thought I was drawing trying to draw like similar mm. parallels but you know mm. it's funny when you were bringing up the cabin I thought about Daniel's third you know his story in the first one I thought when you were talking about him like hmm it would have been cool if James was also a survival survivor from that, from that church mm-hmm. burning with the, with the priest thing. I think that ended up being his dad. Right. I think right. from yeah. the first mm-hmm. one. Um, so that's an, it could have gone in any way. I like the what cabin about, one though. That makes more sense. Yeah. But what there. about this? What about if he had that traumatic experience, he survived the church, his family moved away mm-hmm. That's why he's sleepwalking, and that's what leads him to going into the woods as a, when he was sleepwalking. Maybe it's all connected somehow. Maybe. Maybe he wanted us to add this extra layer. <laughs> this is the director saying, here, now you've got, you just made yeah. a movie. Right. Go for it. Do it. <laughs> you added the extra layer, Devin. Awesome. <laughs> yep. <laughs> 
but um, I do I do have the question of how he functions without the glasses, but they mm-hmm. never find them. Um, they never addressed it again. I guess it wasn't that important. I thought it was for some reason. And this this other jump scare got me was when Daniel goes and investigates the basement to try to look for the glasses. And mm-hmm. there's that white garbage bag that oh, yeah. I knew exactly where you were going. <laughs> the rustling. Oh my God. Ask my, ah! Yep. <laughs> it was terrible. Yep. It was a Christmas tree. <laughs> so humiliating. But not really. Because no. when they focus back out of it, you yeah. do see a shape. There's like a flash or something. Mm-hmm. And yeah. you kind of see a shape underneath it. Yeah, so. it was really fast. So mm-hmm. I was I was on to the right thing that I what I thought was gonna be there, but they get they did a good trick. Like they're good at even though they're kind of predictable jump scares, the timing is right. So you don't know mm-hmm. when to expect it and it just works. And and I'm right. gullible, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> like it, <laughs> <laughs> it that just kind works. of it kind of reminded me of that scene in Oculus at the beginning. When the girl is in that basement or something or wherever it is that those statues oh, yeah. are all covered up and you see them, but you don't. And you see, it reminded me of that specific scene in it. So I thought that was cool. It, a lot of stuff in this movie reminded me of other movies. And I wonder if that was intentional. It could be. It could be an homage or, you know, mm-hmm. inspiration. I mean, at the end, mm-hmm. it, I think everybody's inspired by. Yeah. Agreed. Right. Movies. Uh, let's see. So Daniel, he's really insistent. Like he gets in contact with an old mayor of the town mm-hmm. to see if he's going to talk. He talks to the cop's wife, mm-hmm. um, to try to get information from her. And then they, they do this weird, I didn't find this. This was the one scene I was like, I don't understand what the point of this was. Um, I know you're agree with that too. Mom is like, why did they meet in the middle of nowhere with mm-hmm. the wife, just for the wife to be like, don't contact me. She could have just, she could have said that over the phone. Yeah. Uh, yeah. What's the point of going, having them meet you yeah. out in the middle of nowhere at 11 o'clock at night, which is even weirder. And yeah. then just, just to say, don't bother me anymore or go away or whatever. You could have said yeah. that over the phone. Hey, I don't want to hear it. Click. That's it. Or was it to be all the way out there to be away from the forces of this tape? Well, I mean, she did say, I can't talk or something. She she sent him a text saying, mm-hmm. I right. can't talk. Or, so there's ears everywhere. And out in the middle of nowhere at 11 o'clock at night, they're not going to be there too? No, not from the not from the tape. Maybe the tape doesn't go all the way out in the middle of the woods. <laughs> Damn, that right. tape. It really needs a know. better range. Come on, it got to Daniel all the way wherever he was. He was in Pennsylvania. <laughs> oh, there you go. In in the in the first movie, but that was the only scene I was like, eh, I don't really understand what the what the point is, but it's fine. Uh, the next scene I thought that was freaky was the piano scene when they wake up. Well, actually, when Daniel wakes up, he sees yeah. James playing, and it's not really him. That's always a good one when you turn around. Mm-hmm. And go, oh. You're not be there like that's freaky and that should have been a huge red flag like get out of there um and if that wasn't enough then he sees the, the the mysterious toys show up and then you get your first like oh my god there's an actual spirit here figure right thing and i like how you can't tell you 
you assume it's the woman of the cabin, but you can't tell if it's a man or a woman. It's just like this figure. And it's mm-hmm. very intimidating because it looks like it has a coat or something on. I don't know. It was really well done because of the lighting and the back and forth of the camera always freaks me out. The back and forth. Oh, yeah. 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 I think the figure was one of the cult figures because because um, mm-hmm. they were in the second, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't know, short film of the first movie. And then they mm-hmm. showed up a lot during this one. Um I'm assuming that's where the third movie goes. I don't know. You guys have seen it. We haven't. I remember, I remember it, to be honest. So I just remember, I think, a lot of fog in the third Okay. One, I think. I remember. Did you guys, have we talked about that? You guys like Hell House? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. Have you watched part two and three? Of yeah. Hell we watched House? all of them. Yeah. It's kind of like mm-hmm. that, like the, the sequels to these, like the first one always seems like the best one. And then the other two are like, they still have good substance, but then you're just like, what's going on with the story. So I was just curious mm-hmm. if you guys, cause yeah. I love hell house so much. Yeah. 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 Hell hell house, like with each installment, the story got, or the vision got more and more broad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do, you, do you remember if the third one for this series also goes a bit more broad? I, I think so. I, and, I, know, I think so. Yeah. I do remember it being like one character mm-hmm. the whole movie, but I, again, I don't remember if it was snippets again, or if it's kind of, if it's like this one, but oh. it, is, it is talking okay. about the tape again. Yeah. It's and not an anthology. That's for sure. And I, I felt so. like in that movie, the, the character was driving a lot. Yes. I do was remember driving. driving and driving and driving and lots of fog <laughs> and fog and fog. And that's all I remember. So. Yeah. A lot of looping. Um, mm-hmm. Like I said, if you want to talk about the third one, we sure can, we can just complete the the circle. Yeah, yeah. The circle. that'd be great. So yeah, <laughs> yeah for sure. I'll have yeah. to get back together when the fourth one comes out, right? Exactly. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. they that's the one thing they do have on social and their website is that they're mm-hmm. recruiting like to film the final mm-hmm. chapter. Yeah. Well, if you well, don't, we better get answers. Some answers. <laughs> At point. least a little bit. The one thing that freaked me out about that figure that's all silhouetted mm-hmm. was the hair looked weird. It was all like, I don't know, it was spiky weird. And when I see stuff like that, just like in Lights Out, that that kind of uh, silhouette freaks me out <laughs> a lot, a lot, yeah. a lot. So it gave me that, it, it gave me like Phil Spector. Yeah. Courtroom hair vibe. It was just kind of like, yeah, oh, I don't like it. Yeah. yeah. It was good. I, I liked it. And uh, we and kind of like Hell House, they did that piano sound like a mm-hmm. certain mm-hmm. melody. And now it's like synonymous with Hell House. And this one has has its own piano notes. And we find out through more of Daniel's obsession and investigation uh, <laughs> that the it's the same notes that Leo Leo Cole played in the first movie, which right. didn't sound familiar to me. But once he pieced it together it's like oh my god that's great and even scarier <laughs> so you should leave like now should have left yeah, yeah. Right. now you know um yeah. and I this feel, is when... like mm-hmm. oh sorry go ahead no you're good go ahead <laughs> I, I was just gonna say i feel like the more evidence he's seeing and everything he's experiencing it might be like like quicksand mm. like what's it get as much information as he can recorded and I don't know if it feels like you're looking for something and you see like a hint of it, you follow that trail and trying to get more and more 
Um, but then you get in too deep at some point. Mm -hmm. He's addicted to it. I think like he's in a way, like just enthralled in getting all this Mm -hmm. information and getting to the bottom of it. And with this one, this is where you hear him say, Oh, I'm not going to tell James. I don't want to scare him. Yada, yada. Like, and it goes back to, then why'd you invite this guy? The whole point yeah. was for you guys to yeah, right. each other out. Mm-hmm. Weird. Like you guys are already uncomfortable. Now you're lying to to the poor guy. And this is where they go the next day to the hang is a hangmanor? Hangmanor, right? Yeah. Hangmanor Road property during the day and nothing is there. And that's when James is the one who brings it up. I think like maybe it only shows up at night, mm-hmm. which again. I don't know. It's just weird how he seems to drop information to Daniel and you, the viewer. And in this same incident, he brought up if they demolish the house, why didn't they demolish the cabin? And I had that same question when we were watching it. Why wouldn't you get rid of the original place where the tape was? So, but we find out later. And I think they also mentioned that they are going to the house to try to find the tape. But why? They don't, they have a copy. I didn't get that at all. Hmm. They were looking, they were looking on the ground for it. Like, come on, really? It's not going to be there. But but they've already seen it. Yeah. They already have a copy. (laughs) Did they just want the original? They wanted, yeah. Is that, that didn't make sense to me. Them looking for something in a place that's been leveled already, whatever was there, if there was anything, wouldn't be there anymore. So yeah, that didn't make any sense. Well, that goes back to what Joe is saying. He's It's quicksand for this guy. He's just, he's grabbing at anything. Like if he's rock climbing mm-hmm. and he's falling, he's just grabbing at anything to hold on to this crazy theory and thing that's going on with him. Um, because I didn't find, what did you expect to find at a leveled property with yeah, like, right? years later? Like there's right. nothing there. <laughs> so I just think he has a lot of hope. I got to give him that. Like he had a lot of spirit of really finding out what the hell's going on, but they don't find anything. James has that weird trance again, where he says, we can't leave. Uh, but this time he snaps out of it quicker and he's like, oh, I have a headache. Let's just go back to the the cabin. This is when they do that whole investigating and they find out they have to go to the cemetery. So on first watch, I didn't really understand the significance of the cemetery, but I didn't catch Daniel say that everybody who died in the murder-suicide is buried at the cemetery. I guess that's the oh, significance of going okay. there because- yeah. And they had a, a news report that there were mm-hmm. recent grave robberies there. And I think that it's James again who brings up like, or no, I'm sorry. In my notes, it says Daniel. Daniel speculates that if people die, they get buried in the cemetery. And then uh, some think or someone mm-hmm. exhumes their bodies. And it's almost like the goal of the tape is to get bodies into the cemetery. Yes. Mm-hmm. And that's when James tells him in the car, do you, I think, do you think it's dark bluff, like bringing in people right. that's the point of the tape is to bring people to this town to keep adding a body count. Basically. Mm-hmm. I do give James a lot of credit. He did not go with him to the cemetery. Good for him. Completely valid. <laughs> Completely. <laughs> I was, I'm not guy. I would be that person. Like you go, 
I'll be right here. And on top of everything else, when Daniel goes, he uses night vision, which is so scary in any situation. It doesn't matter how many times it's been used. I always find it really effective. Uh, Yeah. Night vision thing. In my notes, I was like, Daniel turns on night vision. So, you know, some shit is about to go down. (laughs) (laughs) Always, always. You're guaranteed. Like one of the best night vision scenes has to be in Silence of the Lambs and yep. Wreck. Yeah. I they, love it. Yeah. They nail it. Like mm-hmm. they really the Silence of the Lambs one is the one that scared me when I was a kid, like for mm-hmm. life about night vision and just darkness. <laughs> <laughs> Shouldn't be watching that as a kid, but that's okay. And probably uh, <laughs> not. <laughs> but Wreck added that like it's just great. It doesn't get old for me. It's always well done because it's that mystery, right? And um mm-hmm. Then Daniel gets lost because, you know, he's a fool walking around in a cemetery at night with not knowing what he's doing. And this house shows up. Do you think that house was there or it materialized for him? I think it it just appeared for him. Okay, that's what I thought. If if you're like the if you're the jaguar in the jungle, you just you pounce at that opportunity when the prey is just kind of lost and not knowing. Mm -hmm. Yeah what the hell they're doing you know i'm i don't know you think it was there i don't know it didn't really seem like it had any significance like he runs into one of the cloaked figures in there Mm -hmm. but it doesn't (laughs) like to joe's point it doesn't really seem to me that they're like a supernatural entity it seems like they are like legitimate people like like some kind of cult or something yeah they definitely are oh yeah yeah Hmm. but they're physically they have a physical form they're not right i felt like they were station yeah yeah like i didn't think that they were supernatural in any way right besides Mm -hmm. like their activities but (laughs) yeah yeah especially those snazzy shoes that they wear you can hear the again (laughs) (laughs) the dress shoes yeah sound so funny clack 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 um <laughs> that was the other scene that when he was down there and his phone rings and it's james quote-unquote calling him i i was like it was so loud and jarring um that one actually this, didn't get me i, I was surprised well, okay now that one but again i'm very gullible i always i always have that disclaimer but this was spooky because james said you know he's like what are you doing there like in a creepy voice and he says see if you can find us yeah that was mm-hmm. very creepy and then what yeah. did he find he finds those flyers right that's when he finds them with them missing yeah. that yeah. was really that's why I, I don't at that point when that happened i kept thinking i had already thought it but that made me feel like they're already dead when mm-hmm. this is yeah. all happening this is done it's just daniel trying to figure out his his ghostly whatever trying Closer. to figure out if he's stuck in some kind of loop that he can't get out of like we've already seen that yeah you know, we've already seen in the first movie where you where the um police guy gets stuck in that loop over and yeah. over inside the house so i'm wondering if that's what's happening here yeah did you guys read the missing posters Mm-mm. no i didn't when they came out I didn't either. And they lingered long <laughs> enough where you could read the description. Oh, Dang. darn. I, I was like at the height and the weight and I didn't think to read down. And then I <laughs> I didn't feel like rewinding. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, the problem with rewinding, I don't know if this happens to you with streaming. It gets stuck 
sometimes. Mm-hmm. So it's sometimes yeah. not worth it to rewind because then you're like, it goes too far back or it just mm-hmm. gets stuck. And then you have to like figure out. So I, I, I hear you. I wish I, that's a good point. Cause there was like a big paragraph. Yeah. There, but yeah. Oh, well, I didn't, I didn't think about it, but that was freaky. I, I feel like the house was a house in the, in the first movie. I don't know if it was the church. It seemed very familiar to the church when Daniel goes in there and he gets kind of lost in there. I feel like it's almost the same layout or the same vibe for sure. Like it's very messy and the hallways are like kind of thin and narrow, a lot of doors, yeah. narrow. Thank you. And a lot of doors. I don't know. It gave me, it was reminiscent of when he got to the church and he was exploring. So I don't know if that was on purpose or my memory's not that great, but mm. I did like this twist of the missing poster because I also thought, okay, well, they're definitely dead. And that makes me wonder what you're saying that he's in purgatory and James is the one like reeling him in like, yeah, man, we're dead. Like, Mm -hmm. come back and come to our reality is that we are stuck in this tape. Yeah, which makes sense for him to say, see if you can find us. Right. Which that goes back to how I think James knows in Mm -hmm. a way what's really going on and it's Daniel who's in denial or just not accepting what's really going on. Mm-hmm. Hmm. This movie is, has more layers as we talk about. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> than it originally does. <laughs> well, the, he miraculously makes it back to the car, even chased by this hooded figure still doesn't tell James anything. So he's still lying. Yeah. This poor guy. Uh, they get back to the cabin and now we have the pool scene, which I thought was mm. great, uh, where he wakes up and he hears the pool cover being taken off. There's wet footprints inside the house. He gets knocked into the pool and you see like this weird. She reminded me of uh, Porcelain from Houses October Built really quick. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like that mask. Did you guys watch that one? No, no, but um, you haven't. You that's haven't. Right. Oh, re- <laughs> you have to watch that. Ooh, that's a it. Good did one. remind me of the strangers, though. Um, yeah, that too. Oh, you guys, and I, I think, think you'll like it. Yeah, we'll have to put it on our watch list. Um, I think even before he sees that figure, like from the pool, though, there's someone standing behind him, like yes. in the house, mm-hmm. and he's wearing like a weird whatever figure this is, like whether it's a girl or a guy is wearing like a Halloween mask. It seemed like mm-hmm. like some kind mm-hmm. of weird like hair or like you said earlier, like the hair was sticking out everywhere. Yeah. Weird. Yes. Oh yeah. And it's that whole voyeurism of somebody standing behind you and you don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> that freaks me out and him not knowing that. And again, with the camera back and forth, back and forth, you're wondering if on the next shot, that thing's going to be like right there in your face. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, was ready. I'm and like, oh no. Also, did you guys see Sinister the first one or no? Yeah. yeah. Okay. The pool so scene. That's what reminded me of it. The pool scene is what mm-hmm. I thought of when Bagul yeah. is in there. You see him the first time, and he when Daniel turns around, it's like oh crap. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, that thing crawling out of the pool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh no, oh no. <laughs> Why are we still here? Like go away. <laughs> Not that I think they can escape. But yeah. it's like so many red flags. Um, mm-hmm. and yet again, doesn't tell uh James anything. They yeah. argue 
this is the next day, the next morning they argue and James like literally leaves mm-hmm. this man stranded at the cabin. Good for James, but it's kind of shitty. Like you just left this guy there without a car and you guys are literally in the yeah. middle of nowhere, but this guy's been lying to you. So yeah, it is what but it is. Funnier, weirder about that scene is at what is it? He uh, Daniel says it's almost eight o'clock at night. I yeah. think I'm going to walk into town. You had all day. <laughs> That's right. right. <laughs> Why are you going to walk in at eight o'clock at night? Yeah. Town? I mean, dude, come on. All day. You could have probably gotten to the next date at this point. <laughs> well, Daniel doesn't make much sense. So who no, knows? he doesn't. But it's, <laughs> what? <laughs> But James does come back. He does come back. And now they're waking up again in the night. They lost power. And there's a cop standing outside. This is another oh scene God. that got me. Yeah. I thought it was great. Yeah. Uh, he's just standing there saying uh, Dark Bluff Police Department over and over. Very calm. And these two are this time. James does see it. Mm-hmm. He does see it. Finally. And this thing comes running at you. It's like, oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god oh my god Evan, you were alone oh no right. i hated it like that's when he so... turned his face and he just kind of like looked kind of messed up and then when yeah. he like lunges at the camera and it's like the teeth and the blood yeah. i think i was literally like excuse me like I did. <laughs> get out of here <laughs> his face was so yeah. weirdly distorted oh, like was, no yeah yeah like yeah. it almost seemed like he had been underwater you know, like they yeah. did bloat. So Boom. it was just creepy as hell. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Yeah. It's a kind uh, of seared in a little bit. That yeah. image. It's one of those images. And uh, James has had it and he's packing his stuff. He wants to leave. He actually walks out. They leave. They actually leave together. Uh, but he, Daniel is very sneaky because um, they switch <laughs> um, driving the driver because Clearly, James can't see without his glasses. Mm-hmm. Glad they pointed that out because I was about to say, how is this? Actually, he drove during the day. Right. Glasses, whatever. Mm-hmm. And as uh, James is sleeping, Daniel goes back to the hang manor house. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You can see the like the moment that Daniel decides that he's going to go yeah. to the house. I knew he was and going like. To- <laughs> And it was like such a valid decision to leave the cabinet. Again, James mm-hmm. is very, I'm on yeah. board with his decisions. Yeah. <laughs> same, same. He, he, he was on point, but they get to the property. They're arguing, like kind of fighting whatever outside. And then all of a sudden the, sh- the house shows up. So James was right. It only shows up at night. Now, of course, Daniel is like, oh, my God, here it is. Of course, we got to go in. No, you don't. But of course you do. <laughs> you watch the tape. No, you, you don't. know the layout. You don't need to yeah. go in there again. Why are you going in there? <laughs> and my thing is, there was like a brief warning when he goes up to the front door of the house. Mm-hmm. It doesn't open. Right. It's, it's kind of, in my opinion, a, a way of the house or this thing saying, well, this is your last chance to potentially yeah. walk away. But curiosity got him the desire to really do this. And he goes in through the back instead. Mm-hmm. And all madness ensues after this. Like, like, yeah. like mm-hmm. I said, we were anxiety times 10. <laughs> it's like they waited the whole movie to give you everything. Yes. Yeah. 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 Appreciated it. <laughs> Go for it, Devin. 
I was curious because, all right, one of the things that I loved was when Daniel goes inside the house, you hear Deputy Cole from the outside. Yeah. And like, mm-hmm. I love that shit because I remember in the first movie, and I haven't seen it since we discussed mm-hmm. it last, but I do remember when the cop walks up, it looks like the lights are on from the inside. It was. And it's, it's yeah. Daniel's video camera. And like, I love that stuff. Like, I love oh. it when it connects like that. Mm-hmm. But Joe and I were talking. We haven't actually discussed right. any of the movie, but we did Ooh. discuss one thing. And I texted Joe and I was like, was James? Because James didn't go inside. Right. right. Was he the 911 call from the first movie? Ooh. And I didn't okay. go back and watch it because oh, I didn't want to pay. I didn't want to pay three dollars to yeah. confirm my theory. Yeah. <laughs> oh oh man. man. Honestly, I I will I might end up buying this. Like, I don't know if they sell like just a trilogy on Blu-ray. I don't think like, they do, but uh, these are so good. They're good. Like, I don't know, for it being so low budget indie, it delivers in the like all the points especially mm-hmm. on a found yeah. footage so i i'll probably end up buying it i haven't bought hell house honestly because they're li- they're everywhere it's on to be like it's easy yeah. to access but these are not that easy to to access but that's really cool like i want to find i like that stuff too and this is just adding more to the movie like what's right. going mm-hmm. on here this is literally crazy mm-hmm. <laughs> I- now I want to watch it again just to see the light of Daniel's camera. Yeah. Ooh. Oh my like god. It. It's like an I endless know. loop. <laughs> huh? It's an endless loop. Yeah. Well, yeah. that's basically it. And then that's and it's funny when he's going to go open the front door to leave, uh Daniel and of course you you already know what's going to happen. Mhm. But he swears he's going to leave and when he sees that it's a loop, he go he starts, "Oh no." Oh no, it's mm-hmm. you should have known coming in here what's gonna happen to you. I mean, you, you watched it on the tape. Exactly. 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 And at one point, like, and then like I said, everything from here on, there's a point where he's turning the corner and there's some girl like creeping out from a, a door and she goes up and down. Oh my god. Uh, the cracking. Yes. Yeah. That's the movement. Yeah. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. no thank the, you <laughs> the, the clown showing back up amazing oh my god the clown that. just tripped me out like oh my god. Bit, oh my god when the red balloon showed yes, up i was yes. like the fucking clown it's the clown <laughs> the clown is back i thought the same thing and you heard i think the mom come uh-huh. from yeah. downstairs i'm like no not the guy <laughs> and um the creepy music from the record player oh yeah where do we find this stuff? Like the the creepy ass music. I feel bad because I'm sure that was like really popular back in its day, but mm-hmm. horror movies had made that kind of music so creepy. Yep. Yeah. But what, if, what if like 40, what if like 40 years from now, music now? Oh my God. It's being used, used as the creepy music. Exactly. I know. Then we're like, yeah, we're old <laughs> at that point. <laughs> what if, I just picture like a haunted house movie coming out in like 20 years and you hear this creepy old vinyl vinyl of like uh like the thong song by Cisco or something like that. <laughs> Can you imagine that's and then the ghost chasing the next generation of <laughs> ghost hunters? Oh my god. And you just you just hear thong, thong, thong. thong, thong. thong. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe if it's slowed down like that, it could be creepy. But yeah. That's a good yeah, point. This- 
this is the this is the part of the. I was talking to Devin about this a little bit. I <clears throat> I wasn't super thrilled with the movie until the house because mm-hmm. yeah. I um I was I told her like at at my job I actually come in a couple hours before we open up so I'm in this building mm-hmm. alone by myself mm-hmm. with all the lights off and I was watching this and oh, God. I it was still like eh, it was like eh but then when we got to the house portion then I was incredibly invested and i weirdly morbidly was just like okay well he's he's done for i can't wait to see how this turns out you know i agree i because like i mentioned the beginning of the movie threw me off i didn't expect this movie to i didn't remember it being the way it was and there are decent scares to get you but the end is what saves the movie for Mm -hmm. me I agree. Yeah. A hundred percent. Cause even a simple scene, like when he hid under the bed. Oh my God. Beca- oh my God. I was like, here we go <laughs> back and forth and nothing ever showed up, which I thought right. was great. I didn't. But that's so much tension that under yeah. the bed. I hate when they do that in movies. It's like, no, yeah. why are you yeah. looking under there? Come on. You and know, love- something's going to be. <laughs> and I love that. Oh yeah. I'm going to hide under the bed. I'm like, Okay. Yeah. Great choice. I don't think you can hide from anything here. Um, but then something like sat on the bed and said, uh, I can hear that was you. creepy. That was very creepy when yeah. it said, I can hear you. Oof. It was. Yeah. Um, and then when he sees James in there, this part, because when I watched it again, I caught it this time and James gets sucked into that bedroom, into Megan's mm-hmm. bedroom and Daniel walks up to it at the crack of the door, Megan's there. Like oh, she's really? staring at you, uh, but it's very quick. You can see like her oh, creepy silhouette is there. And it's like, oh my God. And then some other version of her comes running out. There's so much going on at the yeah. end that it's it's very quick, but it was oh, enough to like, wow. oh, that was a visual. Because it's pitch black behind her in the room and then you only get the light from the camera like kind of illuminating her and oh man i'm good i'm good it's honestly like really unique i feel like in the way that they just like pack the third act so much with all these scares where like yeah i guess with other horror movies I, i don't um i don't know I guess all the scares are out of me by the third act Mm -hmm. in a lot of instances, you know, and like it it sometimes falls flat for me because like I've been holding so much tension, like the entirety of the movie, whereas this one, I didn't want to watch it. Like as soon as they walked into the house, I know I I was like, I know shit's about to go down. Yeah, I don't want to watch this by myself. Like (laughs) as soon as that girl like peeked around like the door frame and started cracking, I was like, Nope. I don't, I don't like this. <laughs> no, I, I, that's what got me too. And just even when he first got in there and some door moved in the background, mm-hmm. like the glass uh, French door, I'm like, dude, here we go. And, and it, it was just great. It was a, and it just kept it steady. Like you were uncomfortable yeah. mm-hmm. and anxious and like on the mm-hmm. edge of your seat, that whole, what is it? Like probably 10 minutes. Maybe I don't even know how long it was. It felt long, I think it was 10 minutes. Yeah. yeah it might I kept looking at the clock because I was like, we've got like five minutes left. <laughs> I don't know how much where they can put in here. But... <laughs> well, they packed it all in there. That's they for did. sure. 
Yeah. And then, and then he that, jumps out the window. That was that was yeah. the most surprising thing. It's like, wow, somebody actually did that because yeah, I've in the first movie, I kept thinking, just jump out the damn window or other right. where you yeah. see it's like, well, jump. You're it's better than staying in here with whatever. Mm-hmm. Jump out. And I was surprised. Did, but, I was ugh. surprised he did that. And I was kind of like in the split second when he shattered through the window, I was expecting him to shatter into a room. Oh, not like outside. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But then when I when I saw him actually land on the ground, I was like, holy shit, did he like break the the cycle, the cycle? or the loop? Right. You know? And he stole the tape. He finally yeah. found what he was looking for. And before he did that, the grandfather clock dinged just saying mm-hmm. yeah just saying, you're always creepy <laughs> i still want one but these things are scary in every movie but um did you think when he landed outside that he was free of this oh no a chance not, not, <laughs> no 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 way i actually I did i got fooled I got fooled. I'm like, wow, maybe he did really get out of this. But once the daughter showed up, I'm like, oh, no. Yeah, it's over. It's over. So but this goes back to what you were saying, Devin. Do you so his body got dragged away, I think. Right. At the end. Are those the hooded figures that could be doing that? Or is it whatever this thing is? I mean, I, I think it's a mix of paranormal and the cult. Yeah. Like. In cahoots, I love that. In cahoots, making this happen because the cult is probably feeding this thing, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and they need uh, what's the right word? Like me- hands to do, you know, handy job, whatever, <laughs> to make yeah. this happen. So it could be them dragging them off. I just wonder what they do with the body because what was the point of um, grave robbing? I don't think we got that yeah. solved either. We didn't. I like the idea that it's a like the cult people dragging him off because I didn't even think about that. I just kind of assumed that it was his like demonic daughter. Mm. Um, yeah. But I did have that thought earlier in the movie because when they mentioned like how they're trying to get people in the cemetery mm-hmm. and then I was like, well, what about the people who are disappearing? Because like, like deputy cole he does like his body's never found it's just kind of like lost in limbo and then like most of the people from the first movie i guess not most of but like most of them were missing i want to say like they didn't really like no body yeah like their family didn't discover a body it was just kind of like something happened to them didn't the cult people sacrifice one of the guys Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. that's Maybe yeah. that that was them grabbing his body to sacrifice it as part of oh. an offering for whatever. I'm assuming that these people are doing something to gain something personal, probably money or whatever. It's always at the root of all that, apparently. Yeah. Right, right. So they're gaining something from doing these sacrifices for whatever this thing is hmm. in Dark Bluff. So what if that's what it is? It was he was the sacrifice. That could be. I could do that. That's why I like the bringing back the cult people and that they're like definitely involved and oh, they're, they're the tied ones... into this whole thing for sure. Yeah, they're they're tied into the human sacrifice part. They're like the minions. <laughs> the, yeah, the there minions we go. The... That's what I was kind of <laughs> trying to figure out what the <laughs> what the word was. We're at the end of the movie. Did you guys like the movie? Yeah. Yeah, the 
the third act made up for mm-hmm. the first <laughs> for the first two acts for me. Yeah. Um I I I kind of I liked that little twist cuz that it had me fooled. I thought it was just going to be I thought I was going to feel very like mediocre about it. Yeah. But like you said that the third act it just kept going and going and going and I was just sitting back just enjoying the ride and just <laughs> I can, yeah. It was great. Yay, we have another successful movie. I yeah. liked it too. Did you like it? Because I know you were kind of iffy on it, mom. When I was watching it, I was like, oh man, I think it was because the acting was bugging me. Yeah. Um, mm. And in my mind, I thought there was more stuff happening at the cabin than what happened. I thought mm. there was even more than what happened. But at the end, the whole end, that that last 10 minutes, kind of like, oh, Okay. Yeah. Up until that point, I was kind of like, uh, right. You know, so so. Now talking about it and diving into all the um possibilities of what it could be, it made it way more interesting. So yeah, I like it even more now because we discussed it and we have all these what is it, conspiracies going on. Yeah. <laughs> Well, and then we forgot to mention that at the at the very end, you know, they do the usual found footage that mm-hmm. um, Daniel and James are missing. The families are distraught. But the one twist that I liked was that the cabin was demolished in 1996. Oh, yeah. Like, I love that. And it, it, yeah. uh, we took a screenshot of it 23 years prior. Prior. Prior to this footage now mm-hmm. i mean that's just like oh my god and what is that's going why on? that's why i think they are dead yeah yeah when they're I in that cabin so. i think they are dead were they dead at the beginning of the movie though were i they think already so. dead because I mean, well, that's like what that babysitter said that after you watch the film you're like dead whether mm-hmm. it's like a sure. mentally not there anymore or like you're actually physically dead i don't yeah I don't know, but yeah, it makes it makes me wonder what other properties or mm. <laughs> buildings or houses also <laughs> are in this realm. Yeah, I mean, there's well, there was eight different ones, right? I was going to say yeah. there were other ones. So there's six what more. happened to those? Did they get demolished or are they still there? Exactly, and well, that answered why. Because my one of the questions I had was why did the house appear and reappear but the cabin is just there it doesn't disappear like the house mm-hmm. does but you can say you can't that's that question is still there like why doesn't it happen with the cabin if it's technically gone as but, well oh just, but if they're you know. ghost it's there for them i don't know if that makes sense i yeah i guess so because they're the only ones who saw the cabin nobody else did no human True. being saw it except for them and obviously right. the, the ghost cop but he's a ghost so he doesn't count but like <laughs> true, a human true. being did not set foot on you know what i when i'm when i'm saying yeah i mean yeah like another a person, person yeah that that's why i mm-hmm. think they were dead and that's why that would be kind of a moot point here because yeah the house is a ghost they're a ghost in a way because they're because then like the the ghosts of the house they're always in the house right it's the impression that the house leaves like my idea of ghosts are that they are impressions of something or they leave that thing when you have those weird cold spots 
and things like that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, this kind of reminds me of, there's a question I love to ask people mm-hmm. and Devin, you might know what I'm getting at, but um, so I, I extend this question to you guys of if you were a ghost, mm. who or where would you haunt? Oh, I'm haunting her. <laughs> <laughs> I'm haunting her. I have a feeling. Um, She knows I play a lot of pranks on her like scary ones and sometimes they're so simple that yeah yeah i could just imagine how much fun i would have as a ghost (laughs) (laughs) but do you mean like uh do you mean like a real like a historical place or do you mean even like a house it could be any like me personally i would love to haunt like a movie theater just Mm -hmm. you'll get like a constant rotation of new people and i just feel most at home there Mm. but when we uh we took a trip to Newport, Rhode Island, and we took like this uh haunted tour in a classic car. Uh so it was like a 1920 Ford or something. Um yeah. and we got like toured around and he stopped at different places and like told us different stories. And one of them was a movie theater where this little old granny haunts the movie theater and oh, like wow. they she just like sits next to people while they watch movies. And Joe was like, That's me. Like uh, 100% that's Joe. (laughs) He's the little (laughs) granny at the movie theater. Yeah. (laughs) I could think of two places that I would like to haunt. Okay. The first one's going to sound really weird, but if you think about it, it's a creepy place. If it's not central, like with a lot of people around and that's a bathroom. Ooh, like a public bathroom, a public bathroom somewhere. That because is, they are scary. When you're, when you're in a bathroom outside of your own home, yeah, and yeah. you're the and you know you're the only person in there, and you hear steps. I don't yeah. know. That always creeps me out a bit. Yeah, or actually a lot. It, I, it's like, what if that's not really a person? That that thought <laughs> right. is always there. So I think, I think I would do that. Just if I was going to haunt, I think that's what I would do. Nice. Yeah, and then the other place I would probably haunt, I. I'm originally from Naples, Florida, and there's a big old pier that goes mm. out. And I spent a lot of time on that pier as a kid, and I think it would be neat to hunt that pier. Oh, you can mess oh, with cool. people while they're fishing. Yeah, like stand next to somebody while they're fishing or, <laughs> you know, be out in the water looking up at them. Oh, my God. <laughs> You'd be like magnified underwater. That's oh, terrifying. yeah. Yeah, you're looking um, down and fishing, and I'm under there like, like that. Um, no, I would haunt um a library. It's so Ooh. quiet in there. That's an oh, awesome cool. answer. I think yeah. that would be fun to like drop some books and freak mm-hmm. people out. Like, and then I can just read the while if while I'm waiting to haunt somebody. I I hope I could read. <laughs> I love <laughs> like it when they're closed. Like that would be fun because libraries. I love libraries, especially like if they're really big. But, but scary. But they can be scary. It mm-hmm. made it scary, like any other. Oh my god! Movie. Yeah, yeah. So um, <laughs> I'll choose a library. That sounds like a fun place to hang out <laughs> and scare people. Right. So, <laughs> and you get a benefit by by reading. Um, yeah, right. That's a great question. That's a yeah, fun. I like one. that. That was. A I good have one. to ask that to other horror fans. That's a good one. <laughs> oh yeah, that's a good. You one. Should, put, a you should put that. You should put that at um when you post it as the question. Yeah, you, should, you guys should bottom. post that on Twitter and see what people yeah. 
respond to you. That'll be fun. That sounds like that's a, a good idea. Conversation mm-hmm. topic there. <laughs> so what do you rate the movie? I think the first one, we all gave it an eight. Mm, I think. Uh, can't remember. Uh, I have, Sounds accurate. I have, I have Devin and I's. Uh, so it looks like Ooh. Devin gave it an eight out of 10 and I gave it a seven and a half out of 10. Okay. Mm. Okay. I know. I, I think I gave it an eight last time. And mom, I think you gave it an eight also. Mm-hmm. I think so. Yeah. So now what do you give this one so we can compare for the oh, third man. one? <laughs> hmm. I got mine. I'm going six yeah. and a half. Mm. I'm going seven. I'm doing seven and a half Ooh. because of the last 10 minutes. It Not- really saves it. It yeah, really does. It's because the last 10 minutes had me looking through a water bottle. <laughs> yeah that's unique <laughs> yeah i was it was like there was no water and i was like it, yeah. it won't hurt as much if i look through the bottom yeah right the idea uh, of that is so funny <laughs> i i think Devin, did you say six and a half yeah 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 i think i think that's fair i think i'm gonna do that as well i i adored the ending of this yeah um but i i don't think it m- made up for the first two acts to the point where i enjoyed myself overall as much as the first mm-hmm. movie but i'm i'm a huge i'm a huge sucker for like an anthology yeah. type horror that just <clears throat> that always scratches that itch mm-hmm. um but like that by no means like takes away from the fucking third act of this movie yeah. and <laughs> how much fun it is it is yeah 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 i just haunted house yeah Mm -hmm. yeah that's true or yeah like halloween horror nights or something yeah yeah Mm -hmm. uh did you see last of us is gonna be a halloween house i want to go so bad i'm i do not do well at all with in-person scares uh but i love last of us so i can't convince her to go with me Oh my God. Cause I need to be a sandwich. I need to we'll be fly down. <laughs> oh my God. If you guys fly it's, down, that would be great. We that would need you. That would be so much. Then I'll do it because I need people. <laughs> All right. Joe and Jackie are just going to have to be on the outsides. We'll yeah. be on the inside. <laughs> you know what? I think towards, um, usually towards the end of the year, Devin and I take like a little mini vacation whether it's like in the Catskills or Newport or whatever, maybe yeah. this year we'll just fly down for that. Perfect. <laughs> Let us know. We will yeah. like, we'll do it. I'll do it. Yeah, do it. I definitely. You the guys can film us for fun. I'll probably cry. <laughs> Don't worry. Don't worry. I will too. The, the one thing with um, Halloween Horror Nights is the lines are so big, are so yeah. long that yeah. you do need to get the all access ticket. Um, yeah. I went with my husband and I got it and I thought, okay, this is exuberant. But if we had been in line, we would have only been able to go into one, maybe or like two, two. Three, yeah. three max. We did all okay. of it and got on rides. So yeah, it was so worth it because you're not standing in line. And it was so damn hot <laughs> that night. It was really yeah. hot. I mean, really <laughs> hot. It was, uh, yeah. it was October, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it was worth it. So that's something that you have to take in consideration. Otherwise, you don't get to enjoy them because then you're in line all the time. Yeah, it's right. worth it. But if you guys really do it, we'll be more yeah, than let happy us to know. meet up with you. <laughs> all once. We're driving we can, up. We can meet you and then we can definitely bond over screaming. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, 
That'd be fun. Oh, I would. So, and let me tell there the effects are good. Eric, they are on. You went with a bunch of your friends many years. I did, yeah. Or I did, but it's really great. It is so. It's you know it's not not real. Logically, (laughs) you know it's not real, but your eyes are seeing it, and that those two things do not connect when you're in it. No. Yeah. It just doesn't. I I was looking when we went. They had the Walking Dead. And mm-hmm. we went through the whole thing and I walked out like, wow, that was really cool. And I wasn't really paying attention to my surroundings because I was still replaying. And all of a sudden I was surrounded <laughs> by a bunch of dead <laughs> zombies. And I, 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 that, I think that was the one time that I flipped out because mm-hmm. I, I wasn't really watching. And all of a sudden they were just around me, like around. Yeah. And I just flipped out and screamed and ran. <laughs> Sounds about right for and me. And then I started, then I started laughing because I'm like, yeah. oh my, yeah. what an experience. Yeah. To be scared to death. <laughs> it's exhausting, but it's a lot of fun. But let us know. We'll be super down. Yeah. So perfect. I'm happy again that you guys did enjoy it. I, I was, as I was watching it, I'm like, oh my God, this is definitely nothing like the first one. Yeah. Let's see how this goes. And mm-hmm. I had a feeling the ending was going to save it for everybody. So I was happy and great. I'm excited to check out part three so we can finish our trilogy yeah. and whenever part four happens. Thank you so much yep. for coming on here again, guys. Um, yeah. if you want to let the, that was gonna say viewers, listeners, whatever it's called. Uh, I did the same thing know. the other night. <laughs> like, the peeps, let them know where they can find you guys. Yeah. Uh, so we are partners in fright. Um, you know, we're streaming, streaming. I don't know. You can listen yeah, anywhere. Streaming. Works for me. Uh, all <laughs> podcast platforms. You can find us on Instagram at Partners and Fright Podcast. You can find us on Twitter at Fright Partners. Uh, and we like to watch more uh, lesser known, uh, underrated movies. So we tend to look for movies with like less than 10,000 reviews on IMDb. That's kind of how we gauge it. Um, mm-hmm. And I steal a lot of ideas from Erica when she posts on <laughs> stories, <Yeah>. which <laughs> what uh, obscure horror movie she's watching. But uh, yeah, yeah. We'd love if you uh, check us out. Please do. You guys are fantastic. Thank yep. you for you know, bringing up this idea. Happy birthday to Devin and Jackie. Yes. Babies. Um, we're, we're like a birthday podcast because we celebrated Joe's last. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's right. (laughs) Erica, when's yours? January. Okay. So we'll plan something for, for then. Maybe four will be out by then. Maybe. That's true. (laughs) Maybe. That would be cool. That'll be fantastic. So that's a wrap on the fear footage to what is it? Curse of the tape. Yep. So Mm -hmm. until next time, see you, everybody. Thank you for joining us today on Horror Cafe Podcast. You can find us on Facebook and Instagram at our handle at Horror Cafe Podcast. You can also check us out on YouTube at Horror Cafe Podcast and Gaming, where we have some short videos, short reviews, and you can watch me play horror games. And you can also visit us at horrorcafepodcast.com where you can learn a little bit about us and also listen to our podcasts. If you're enjoying the podcast, leave us a review on Apple Podcast and Spotify. That'll really help us out. 
you can also choose to support the podcast with a monthly contribution. The link to this and everything else we've mentioned are in the notes section of the episode. And in the meantime, stay spooky. Bye, everyone. Bye.